Hello, welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40, and episode over because I'm sad. That's Aww. it, that's it. That's no, it, bye guys. No, <laughs> see if we sad, can pick bud. you up a little bit. Um, Tell us your troubles. Tell us your woes. <laughs> well, I said hello. Chrissy, how are you? Chrissy's here. I'm here. I'm good. I did you first today. We said we Thank got we said hello to Chrissy first, first today. Yeah. Suck it, Mike. That's why we usually have you go first, Mike. But that's, that's true. <laughs> Mike is here as well. We got the whole crew today. We're going to chat. And I'm sort of teasing about it being a sad day because uh, my update is not as great as it's been for the last couple of weeks. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm really not stressing all that much. I'm kind of overplaying it a little bit. But my weigh-in was 212.6, which I'm up a pound. Does it make you feel better if I tell you I can see the definitions in your traps? <sighs> I mean, in your... Yes, I'm starting to see definition yeah. in my yeah, arms, arms, too. Yeah. Like, right? even the backs of my shoulders. The I was triceps talking. is what I so, meant. So, the there triceps, yeah, you can start to see the triceps. <laughs> the yeah. muscles even my on the arms when I things. grip stuff, you can kind of start yeah. to see yeah. the Yeah, if we get rid of that farmer's yeah. tan, you see more definition, too. Yeah. Dude, I have the worst <laughs> farmer's tan Ever. I play gigs outside yeah. every day. He's going to start playing gigs in tank tops. I, that Exactly. That, that'll work great Problem at those solved. resorts. We'll do, we'll do like um, a tank top with like a... A collar. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with a collar. I was thinking like a tuxedo t-shirt with the oh, arms cut off. Yeah, but, that could do. Or just get an actual tux or and we'll cut the sleeves off. So I mean, a tile church, Just the bow tie? Yeah. No oh, shirt, just the bow tie. Just the bow tie. Perfect. Perfect. Let me remind don't ask these guys for fashion advice ever <laughs> for everybody listening. Um, just kidding. So, yeah, I'm up a pound. I'm not super stressed about it. We went to the Chinese buffet yesterday. That'll put anybody up a pound. There's a lot of salt in that food. Right? Yeah, there is a lot of salt. And I ate a lot of it because I was enjoying myself. It's a Chinese buffet. Why would you go there and not eat a lot? Yeah, right. so That's we, disgraceful. We were supposed well, to go. Any buffet. Why would you go to any buffet and You're not so eat a lot? so right, Mike. Fair. And what I've gone recently, and I didn't actually go crazy, but this time I was like, not even crazy, but I was like, I'm just gonna eat. eat. But I ate. The, here's the different, the big difference I did. Usually in the past, whenever I've gone to a buffet, I've hurt myself. Like <laughs> I, I would eat till I hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. But no, I don't know time, what you mean at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this time when I went, I ate till I was full. I even had some stuff on my plate that normally I would be like, I already got it, so I'm just gonna eat it. Yeah. I didn't do that, and I was like, I'm I'm already content, so like. I didn't eat that. What I did do, though, is take advantage of the ice cream that's there they and got had buffet a... Buffet ice cream? Nice. Yes. That's danger. Have Maybe you not been to Sakura? No. No. Have you not. have not either? No. We're going to have to have a show trip. So. Oh, okay. so, trip. Done it, done. So the kids love it. And the reason we were actually there is... So Aurora goes back to school this week. She oh, starts on right. Wednesday. That's I know. Right. It's that it's time of year. Week. And we gave her the option yesterday because it was the last full family day because right. I work today and Becky works tomorrow. So it was our last full family day prior to her going back to school. So we gave uh, Aurora, our six-year-old daughter, the option of going wherever she wanted to eat. So she's just got good taste. She, she chose does. CeCe's. She's so classy. Oh, pizza. Oh, That's, okay. That makes right. more sense. Yes, yeah. she chose CeCe's. We went to CeCe's mm-hmm. and 
we got there, parked, got out of the car, and the line was so long at CC's that it was the door was open and people were outside of the building. People uh, really no. be going to CC's like that, huh? On Sunday, I bet you it's everyone's kids' last meal before school. So, CC's is so cheap. Have you eaten at CC's? Not since I was like. Six I didn't years know old. they had them outside <laughs> yeah. of Texas. I, I haven't even seen one around it's here. It's on the south side. I saw yeah, it there. Yeah, it's the mall. All right. Um, and wouldn't it be pronounced Chi-Chi's? All right, bro. Because the C-I in Italian is more of a C-H sound. And it's, it's pizza, so it's got to be Italian. <laughs> Write that down. Right. <laughs> Noted, Mike. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, because Americans don't Americanize everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, we say everything wrong. How do you say the, the white cheese that's soft... You know what I'm uh, talking about? How do you say Mike that? will tell you how to say that. Go ahead, Mike. It? I just say mutz, but you call it mozzarella. <laughs> he does. He yeah. just says mutz. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> you know, the mutz. The mutz? Yeah. yeah. And I'm Italian. I can do that. I can butcher that. Oh, you're allowed yeah. to. Okay. That's, I didn't know that. So we went to CC's and the line was stupid long. And we turned to my daughter and we we're like, okay, what's your second choice? <laughs> and she Sorry, goes, let's kid. go across the street. Because right across the street, there's a Chinese buffet, Sakura. It's awesome. They also have a huge sushi section. So I have a like, question. Oh. Is it always buffet or only on the always weekends? Always buffet. Oh. It is just a buffet, like a giant I, buffet. I like the all-you-can-eat sushi places that you still have to order, and they bring it out, and you just have to finish everything you eat. Because you oh, still feel yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. fresh at that they point. They had that yeah. place downtown, and it closed. Not surprising, yeah. because... No, yeah, it is not... It's not that. I love those it's places. It's just, yeah. you know, a buffet, actual buffet. But yeah. Hey, the sushi's not bad. Like, well, I, had, I, had, I had a plate full of sushi to start... And then I had my meal. Okay. Um, and that's how I do. I love sushi. Me so too. Much. I but also they, too as well. Because it's love a sushi. buffet, they do more rice than fish. Like the the, the cuts of fish are thinner, mm-hmm. and right. there's a little bit more rice. So I was just like taking half the rice off and just then eat it that way. Um, so I did the sushi and then the meal, and we went on Sunday. It's buffet all day. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen bucks a person. Oh wow. And Mike, all you, could you could get your bucks. money. I you could make def- them yeah. hurt. I could get a handful of people's money. They have like roast there. beef and fish and crabs on there, and like they have all type, like all types of food. It's freaking phenomenal. They also have hibachi section in the back Ooh. where you pick the stuff that you want, and they make they it pop right it all up there. there. Definitely yeah. not surprised you put a pound on. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right, 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 not right, right. So, I'm only, I'm actually, kind of proud. I'm a little proud. I know. I was gonna say only a pound. Yeah. Could I have done better, bro. <laughs> I didn't go crazy because I was like, I have a way in tomorrow. So, but I did eat, like I said, I ate good. And they have the Chinese donuts and the chicken on the stick. I'm getting hungry oh, again. Chicken on the stick. <laughs> chicken on the stick is actually good. really good. I know. Anything too. on a stick really makes it more bad. fun to I, eat. I think yeah. they just deep fry it. So that's probably like the worst do part really about it. I think that's no, how they do really? it. I think they deep fry it. I'm not going to lie to you. I think they put a piece of chicken, like tender, you know, on and, yeah, they, and yeah, it's yeah. seasoned. And I think they just fry the whole fucking stick. All right. That makes more sense. Mm, that's why it's all so right. good. Yeah, totally. But they're delicious. you know what? They're delicious. delicious. Don't care. Mm. But they all, what I love too, and like what the kids love, they have pizza and like French they fries. Do? And yeah, See, they do? See, I wouldn't uh, eat they that They have like there. a kid section where they yeah. put a couple of like that. So they nice. have like, I can't. I can't do that. I can't go to an ethnic place and buy American food. But I do be having I some friends that it. are like hella picky. Uh, I believe it. So. My kids... Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, no, and kid, children. Trust me, kids I, I get. I travel with yeah. hella picky kids. Yeah. In order for me to eat the other stuff, they better have fucking pizza <laughs> on that thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, otherwise, we can't go there. That's why my kids like it. They want it because yeah. they wanted pizza from CeCe's. Yeah. So they're like, oh, they have pizza over there. We'll go there. Asian, Asian pizza. Asian That's pizza. That's saved us. Right. So. Thank you, hey. Asian pizza. Yeah. <laughs> this one goes out to you. <laughs> it was Real good. Asian pizza. <laughs> Nailed it. Mike's been singing all morning. (laughs) (laughs) He's like really into himself today. (laughs) 
Yeah. So with that being said, I'm not super stressed Good. about the pound, especially because I was a pound down from last week at one point this week. Yeah, you were. So I'm I'm not overly stressed about it. Um, hopefully that means that next weigh in I'm going to be like three pounds down. You'll get that today. whoosh. It's going to be great. So, whoosh. Let's go over that again. You Roger said the, that. You, you, the, the term whoosh. As that's you what I'm lose not body fat, oftentimes water will place the fat in the fat cells because people think that you're just losing the fat cells. You're not. Your fat cells are forever unless you get them cut out via lipo, which just makes for a very weird texture on your skin. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so water takes the place of fat in the fat cell. You don't really lose much scale weight even though you are losing body fat. And for one reason or another, your body will just sort of flush that. Which is why if, if I have people that are, are coming up on something, an event or whatever, I literally will prescribe a, about three to four and a half ounces of vodka or liquor of choice to kind of cause that little bit of diuretic effect um, that, that morning of. So what you're saying is I should start drinking alcohol every Sunday night before my weigh-in on Monday. I mean, a couple of shots, yeah. That'll help Do with the, cutting that water out, yeah. Done Say and done. <laughs> Can do. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I will do that. You probably but will do that, yeah. I might do it once just yeah. to see if it actually yeah, yeah, yeah. what the effect is. So it but that counter counteracts not the perfectly. Whoosh it will help a little bit. It will help kick in a little bit of a whoosh. As long as I account for the calories on the alcohol. That is correct. Okay. See that part, that's the part that you always Maybe you're just do. taking shots of vodka. How much calories are in that? Hundred a shot. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a non-drinker, I don't know anything. No, all liquor's going to be right. You don't drink basically at all. the same. No. no, no. How do you cope with daily activity? I, just I find <laughs> other means of, um, uh, other means of, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, coping. Right. Yeah, there with other mechanisms. Mechanism, <laughs> coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Infer okay. as you will. As yeah. you will. <laughs> Read between the lines, people. <laughs> so, but yeah, the uh, alcohol thing, I'm going to have to try that at least once, especially yeah. like on a day like yesterday. Yeah, do it right. next Sunday so we can see what happens Monday. Yeah. Science experiments yourself. Either like a crap ton of salt. You know, if that actually works, I may not be as stressed about eating salt on a Sunday. Maybe you normally can have I'm some... Just... That could be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's your fault, Mike. Yeah, I know. Ooh, if you take tequila shots, you can get salt off the rim and then your shot all in one go. Why would I add more salt, though? I want to get the salt. She's out, saying though. if that was your source of salt. That was your source of salt. That was my Oh, I got you. I mean, instead, you can really eat a like bunch tequila, of Chinese food, which sounds better. Yeah, I'm not really a big better. tequila fan. What kind of a brown person either. are you? I don't yeah, right. like tequila. Do you know how I like. Apparently, I'm an amped up brown person because the only way that I like tequila is if you put Tabasco in it. And it has to be Tabasco. Interesting. Like, I've like never a, heard it's of a couple fire. of drops of Tabasco. Yes, a couple there? drops of Tabasco. In, okay. It's spicy on the thing, but it the vinegar because there's vinegar in Tabasco. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The vinegar smooths out the tequila. Interesting. It is freaking delicious. What about some pickle juice? You've tried that? I have not tried that. I, that would probably be pretty good. Yeah, too. you'd probably like that. Yeah, it would probably be all right. I'm just not a huge tequila guy. I'm more of a whiskey guy in general. All right. So if I'll I do that. shots at all, I don't. I'm old now, so I try not to do shots. I feel that. It's all, yeah. yeah. That's what happens with age. So anyway. That's it? That's what I've heard. So <laughs> that's what they tell I me. refuse to abide by anything that comes with age. Yeah. I, <laughs> you do you, Mike. You do you, buddy. So I also had an awesome day yesterday, not only because we went to the Chinese buffet to start mm-hmm. things out, but I believe last time, we, yes, last week we talked about gym equipment. 
So this is why also it wasn't as bad. I know I'm up a pound, but I'm a little happy. Yeah. So because uh, Mike and I went on a journey yesterday, yes, an odyssey, if you will, an Ooh, odyssey. An odyssey. Mm-hmm. So Such Chrissy, I want to again thank you for offering the rack. But we scored a good a good find. <laughs> I did. So I ended up finding on Marketplace. Uh, I don't for everybody looking for uh, a squat rack. We were talking about them last week. I found a PRX Performance squat rack. If you don't know anything about squat racks, uh, typically they just stand up and they're just there. PRX makes a product that goes and folds up against the wall, which is why I was in a really cool way. Other yeah, companies I, I, make the fold. I still racks. think the, you I still think the fold is the wrong way rack. to describe because picture people will picture the ones that fold in. in yeah, the PRX this doesn't is fold up. In. Innovative. It's yeah. got gas pistons kind of it's on the really side cool. that and folds just, up and in towards the wall as a whole thing. It's it's, it's awesome. for reference. You have a folding rack. Yeah. How long does it take you to fold out your rack? Probably like five minutes. You this know? takes two seconds to yeah. fold it it's down. It's five and minutes back of up. like having to get it right, and you got to get the pins in, you know, and then you, and then if you're putting the bar across the top, you got to like hold the bar up there and get the pins in. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's foldable, but it's not like the PRX is like you can do it really right. quick, pull it down. And you're, really you're more likely to out. actually put it away Absolutely. and pull it down because yeah. it's and so you can easy. Do a do. Five minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but, but anytime you're gearing up totally. and trying to get motivated for a workout, and you're like, I gotta fucking pull that Dude, thing down, exactly. set it up. Yeah. And you know, it's it's nice to if you need to pull it away every once in a while, right. you know. But right. like, yeah. if you need to put it away every time you work out, you're not gonna want no. yeah. anything else. Well, that I was one of the things. So I. We the, the space I'm putting it in is the studio that we're currently in. It doesn't have a ton of space, and I also need to be able to rehearse with the band in here sometimes. So I was like, eh, if it's occasionally foldable, that's not going to be that big of a deal. And honestly, part of what pushed me in, I, I've been looking for these PRX racks because I really like them. They're so quick. And I saw a video of somebody I was saying that, who did it mid-workout. Mm. So they don't have a whole lot of space. Mm-hmm. And so they would have the rack at, down, oh. do their squats, yep. and then put the bar on the ground, push the rack up, and they can do deadlifts in the exact same yep. space. Yeah, yeah. They were so nice. In mid-workout because nice. it's that quick. They're Where expensive, but if you have to voyage far? We had to drive out to Statesboro. Statesboro. Yeah, so a good 90 okay. minutes. So it's not so bad, then. No, yeah, not for something like that. Yeah, and again, absolutely. These, the power racks are expensive. However, if it's what's going to get you working out, if yeah. it fits in your room without you know taking up much of your life like you're you're gonna do it more often and those things are forever they're not they're not gonna wear out and the score on this is the fact that it was used yeah. first off so i didn't pay pay uh i didn't pay you got a brand deal new prices. oh yeah but i also scored a lot of gear for almost half price yeah it yeah, was it was good. Good deal. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah, I just the, wanted it out of his house. I'm excited got, for you to that put that thing deal. up. I want to oh, come yeah. mess with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. The only thing that's different is because these ceilings, they recommend a 108-inch ceiling, and mm-hmm. this is only 100. Yeah. So what's going to happen is the rack's not going to be as far off the wall. So instead of 21 and three quarters, almost 22 inches off the wall, mm-hmm. it's going to be like 19 inches off the wall. Not a biggie. So it's going to be just I don't, a couple I don't think inches it matters. closer. It doesn't yeah. too much. And it, the only thing, way it might matter is if the gas pistons need further extension in order to really kind of kick and loosen no, up. No, it's sit. designed. So they have all those. I, I got those measurements from their site. Yeah. Like they're designed that they can so do how it do they So how level. do they change the level? So the bracket that goes on the wall, you just have to put it lower on the wall. Oh, okay. Mm. And then it's the, the arms don't fully extend okay, straight okay, out. Because okay. right. it doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's and then this one has a pull-up bar attached to it at all times. Yeah, oh, you got it, a pull-up bar. You got and it's the nice pull-up bar. You got the safeties. You got everything that uh, you yeah, got a actually, bar. I made a list. Did so this is all the stuff that I ended up getting. You got a couple little plates. Little yeah. plates That's the one plates. thing he's going to need to invest some money yeah. in. That's okay, dude. So I it got is, the rack. It is. It has the foldable bench that goes on. Yeah, that on thing's it. cool. It had yep. another bench that can do incline and decline uh, with it as well. It's got a barbell, the spotter arms, the barbell storage, which is a two. So you got two benches. Yes. yes. Nice. I got two benches, which I, so I had bought earlier a mm. bench. I ran oh, by right. you guys. That's I'm right. actually going to return that. Yeah, one. yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I got the benches. I got the storage. It's got the spotter arms. It's got weight storage. It's got a four uh, plate weight storage that goes on the wall, and nice. you can hang all the plates nice. on the wall. It's got a pulley system. I got eight. A set of eight pound dumbbells. I don't know how often you I'll got use those, a barbell hanger. It had barbell? a landmine attachment. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Which, so it had the landmine side. So do you need to get handles for the other side? I don't know so anything you don't, about landmine. You, don't you have can just to, do one arm and just grab the end of the bar to pull with. I have the attachment, so you could do They're rows cheap with on both, Amazon. both you arms. Can just, they just slide, oh, yeah. they slide yeah, over, it's not bad. you know, where you would put your plates. You yeah, slide yeah. over there, and they've then got you put different ones. They've got, you know, handles like this, and you can. Yeah. Like cool. this, it's like this, and like this, and like this. It handles like a bike, kind of, <laughs> okay. sort of like a you yeah. know, like the wider, wider handles, handles yeah. Stuff like that. And yeah. they have you know more narrow options. And yeah. So, and a landmine for those of you listening who don't know what that is, and we're getting it in the some more advanced workout, home workout stuff right now. The landmine is essentially a piece that is attached at like ankle calf height. We all have the phone go off at some point. Sorry, man. For all Sorry. That's all right. I got a dog that eats at 11 and it's complicated. Uh, I got <laughs> so it's a, it's a device that it attaches either to a wall or this one attaches to the rack at about calf to ankle height. And it has a free moving c- cylinder that comes off that you can stick the end of a barbell in. And the other end is like flopping around so that you can put weight on it. Gives you a pivot point, you know? Yeah, so that you can can lift up. And those are awesome. I also got a a 10 pound kettlebell. Cool. Uh, I picked up a pair of horse mats. Two, they're like four by six, right? Yeah. That's a two four by six horse horse mats. Um, The, oh, these weighted bars. Have you? You know what I'm talking about? They're just like the long weight. They're sitting over there. It's kind of like a a broom handle without the sweeping portion on it. And it's thicker, weighted with rubber around it. Okay. Is that for like doing something? Uh, You can do stretches with. You can do a little bit of shoulder stuff. You're not going to get a lot. He's not going to get a lot of strength work out of it because they're light. But you can do shoulder dislocates and stretches. I remember when I did spin one time, they have like these weighted bars that you're supposed to like. That was the only part of spin that I actually liked was the, the yeah, weighted when they movement. add some weights to it. Back, they might actually work. I was actually really You've done one more spin class than I'll ever do. <laughs> Bro, it was not good for me. <laughs> Becky tried to get me to go do it too. Um, but Becky might actually use them. Yeah. yeah. I think it might actually work pretty well for Becky to do, even just to get form and start, because she's intimidated like with squats and stuff. You can kind of get... Oh, that's a great a idea. Yeah. And start doing some of that stuff with those. So mm-hmm. I'm... I'm kind of excited about it for her because it is a little intimidating jumping into just the main Absolutely. barbell. So totally. So we're gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get her into that. Uh, a foam roller, an actual foam roller, the the barbell pad for squats um, to protect my my neck. I use Man. them for everything else. I use them great. for like glute bridges. Those. That's where it's better. <laughs> that's for, where I, I think. use yeah. them. Glute bridge. A glute bridge is like you can do it with anything, but if you have like a barbell across your your hips mm-hmm. and your you got your back kind of supported, and you're basically just 
You'll put your, your upper back on, on like the bench, sitting on the ground with a bar over your hips. You're thrusting your hips, hips up yeah. with the weight thrust. of the bar on your... Oh, okay. It's also known as a hip thrust or glute bridge. One of the... But that bar, you know, laying, sitting on your on your pelvis is not great. So the the pad is good there. I've seen now that you say, but I've seen they like super thick pads Mm -hmm. when they do that one. I've I've grabbed like the yoga mats at the gym and I'll fold them a few times and then put that over. I have a pillow in my gym, but I have one of those now. I've seen people do that, but I didn't know what that was called. Yeah, it's a great glute exercise. You have not been prescribed those yet. No. I don't have no, <laughs> no comment. No. Uh, it has a, a set of bar collars that hold the, the weight plates on. It had weight plates. It had two 25s, which are Titan plates. Oh, nice. And then two 10s, which are the Walmart specials, Everyday Essentials, two 10-pound plates. That's all it had, though, was just the okay. two 25s and two 10s. had a battle rope, which, um, Mike, by the way, I, I was going to sell him the mic, and I'm just going to give them to you. Because yeah, you took the whole trip with me, dude. I appreciate it. I mean, I got it was yeah, a good trip for cool. me. I got I got mirrors and I got battle ropes. Nice. And yeah, I appreciate it. And but you helped me out through this whole thing, and yeah, so it's very sweet. Keep of the you. battle ropes, my man. So a battle rope, by the <laughs> way, didn't know what that was. <laughs> we got this big old thing, and and I was like, "Do you know what this is?" He's like, "Oh yeah, of course, Mike knows what it is." <laughs> it's, it's this my big job. giant freaking rope. And they're that, heavy. What's that? They're heavy. Well, yeah. Isn't that the point that they're yeah. heavy? They're supposed to. It's not a battle if it's light. It's not a battle. It's That's not fair. a battle. So what do you? I, I mean, I was going to try to make an attempt and describe it. Why don't you describe it? Because you actually know what the hell it is. It it kind of digs into the the hit realm for you can get and it's my style of of kind of cardio conditioning. Because I, I just got an Aerodyne bike as well, the Schwinn version, not the Rogue Assault bike. But I I like cardio conditioning to be done in anywhere from fifteen second to one minute bouts of of intense effort so those you can kind of sit back with it fully lengthened out and then you just basically will swing your arms locking in the core keeping maintaining good um it just makes you really exhausted gets the heart rate up yeah and And you're just whipping these ropes up and down yeah you know with your arms 20 to to 60 reps each arm and that whatever short duration of, of effort you're putting kicks spikes the heart rate up um it's just yeah it's it's a good little conditioning exercise Keep them. Keep them. Um, <laughs> and these giant mirrors, which are thick, too. They're about quarter-inch thick. Quarter-inch thick, thick yeah. Uh, glass on the mirrors. But they were huge. And mirrors are expensive. That's, they it's are like expensive. a six-and-a-half by four-foot mirror was, was one of the ones he had gotten rid of. Good and, score. and two mirrors that were like, I don't know, four by five, something like something that. Something like that. One of them fit perfectly. He had it in the, in the gym when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. The, the rack, it was perfectly behind the rack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had it. So I'm going to sort of, I'm going to, a lot of people, a lot of people look at this whole mirror scenario as a vanity thing and it kind of, but it's just fun to watch Completely. your body go through the movements. That was because one of the whatever things that, that motivation. I always disagreed. We did. I disagreed with Mark Ripito about that because he was never really into like mirrors. It's always about like, you know, which I get in some things like it is helpful yeah. to like zone out and like look at a certain point and, and whatever. But like, no mirrors it doesn't do it for me like no, it, and it, i'm the same way i i get focusing on a spot to to give better posture and better drive for like your deadlift or squat but if it's lighter weight and you're looking to kind of check form and injury scales with load so if you're doing warm-up sets and making sure that your knees track out how they're supposed to or that you're not sitting back too far or you have just checking kind of where your body's at is very beneficial and even going side off to the mirror to make sure your starting point on a deadlift is in the appropriate position because 
people are not naturally good at knowing where their body is in space. Yeah, you so you might think you have think perfect you form know. for you, but you're like, oh, Film shit, that yourself. was way Film off. Film yourself and watch yourself, you know, and then yep. you're like, oh, yep, I could do that way better. You learn a so lot from doing this that. This sounds all wonderful, but typically what I see when I go to the gym is dudes with ridiculous abs having their shirts folded up with their abs just hanging out. Correct. There's outliers for everything. Mm. You're also going to get the... But okay, but I mean... You'll get the influencers in the wild, too, that are taking pictures of anything. That's the other fun part of mirrors, right? Like, I get it. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, (laughs) you put in the work, you you should be proud of it. You got abs, go enjoy them, baby. Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, but get out of the way. I need those dumbbells. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, you ain't got mirrors at home, my guy? Right. Yeah. Don't, don't spend <laughs> an hour. That's what I'm saying. So wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to say go the enjoy question, them, then you're the, going to make fun of them? I'm not going to. said go the, enjoy them, don't overuse them. <laughs> the lighting in the gym is always mo better. Oh, yeah. Is That's anabolic lighting right there. It's just there. mo better. Everybody looks better in the anabolic it's lighting. so true. Oh, my gosh. And the last thing that I got was electric... They're like sitting right next to me here. Electric jump ropes. Yeah, they do it for you. Yeah, I just sit here and they spin. (laughs) I'm getting jacked. I'm (laughs) mentally jumping. It's basically, it looks like a pen. It does, or something. It looks like a pen. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It has a little (laughs) 8-inch little cable with a weighted ball at the end of it, and they just kind of spin around. It's like a nunchuck almost. Actually, do you want to, it looks like those gates, do you remember those that like light up? It reminds me of a skip it. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember a skip it? I do it? remember. I do yeah. not. I do not. You don't? You, you put don't it around your ankle it? and you'd spin it around yeah, and it had like it. a thing that came off and you had to like basically jump over it? No. You yeah. don't remember that? It had no. a that was like a 90s side. toy. Did I have a horrible childhood? I never had one. I just remember oh, okay. them. All right. oh, yeah. I had one. Yeah. Do you not well, remember? We had one. Yeah. The family had one. I don't yeah. know if it was mine or my brother's. No, it was back in the day where they created toys that got kids to move. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because we also... Speaking of that, you got hoverboards and that had the ball in the middle. It was like, and you had to put your feet on the sides. And like you could like bounce on uh-huh. it. Oh, that I do recall. Do you remember yeah. that? I had a pogo stick growing up. Yeah. Actually, I still have a pogo stick. I'll still pogo from time to time. When I go to my parents' house, I'm like, oh, my pogo stick. <laughs> my pogo. <laughs> pogo around the driveway. Nice. Nice. People Chris, do some extreme. Go pogo. Yeah. Have you seen these people? They do extreme pogo sticking. Oh, yeah. And they like jump off like ceilings and stuff. It, it's it's amusing. It's impressive as hell. But it's amusing to me too. Like, uh, I'm not trying to judge people's hobbies. That's not what hobby. I'm trying to come off as doing. Not but in a second, it's just but amusing to me what people will really put in time a vast oh, yeah, amount yeah, yeah, of time and effort into getting guess good what to. Guess random skill Because you don't start off Aaron doing backflips on a You'll never guess stick. this one. Aaron can ride a unicycle. <laughs> I have never seen him do that. <laughs> he yeah. like found one as a kid and like <laughs> learned to ride a unicycle. That does okay. not shock me. It, it probably took him an hour. <laughs> I know, you're right. <laughs> like, it's he's not probably really a that, natural like, unicycle. He is, yeah. He's like, oh, what is this? And probably Actually, it probably didn't even take that long. He probably just sat on it and started wheeling around. I was born uh, to uni. Yeah, that was born. <laughs> I was born to uni. <laughs> he figures stuff out so freaking quick. He it's does. Super he's annoying. got pretty good body control. Yeah, he's yeah. a jerk. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a You just want to go for a ride? What, do you got two wheels? I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know where to take that. Fair. Fair. So, you know what else I saw? I was sitting there looking, I was Googling all of the prices fitness of all this stuff. stuff, trying to figure out all the fitness mm-hmm. things. And an ad popped up I, then after I was done because I was working out last night nice with job. dumbbells that were too heavy. And um, <laughs> I bought the wrong weight. <laughs> so, I thought I needed life. 30s. I bought 35s. And I just was like, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and I did. I got through the workout. There's no such thing as a wrong weight. There's just the wrong rep range. Yeah, I just heard a little (laughs) bit today. So um, an ad popped up. Have you guys heard of this product? I know nothing about it, so this is going to come out super raw. Maybe if you heard about it, you can give me some information. 
I literally just saw that this ad last night for Lumen. Uh, I mean, immediately, I feel like it sounds like something I would shave with. Like, it's targeted for it? women. I, for I, to me, it sounds like something you would light up. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. Lumen. Like, the, no, like I, I also thought it might be, like, because have you heard of Lumi? The deodorant Lumi? Loom. Is, it is that what it's called? Actually, it L-U-M-E, right? Yeah, I think yes, it's called Lumi. Yes, I have, I have yeah, seen that. We and actually there's bought the, it. The Lomi? So you I got like Lumi, Lomi, and Lumen. Yeah, so I was really confused. So <laughs> this is called Lumen. L-U-M-E-N. Lumen is what this product is. And apparently it's a breathalyzer that... Kind of, yeah. It's a fitness oh, breathalyzer. Oh, so you're familiar? I'm very familiar. Oh, you are very good. I end good. up doing a long, lengthy response after digging into the research on somebody's vast Facebook page because you, people will, will use these pages to under the pretense of helping people. And then once they have a big enough following, it's, oh, by the way, I have this product. And if you order through me, you can get a percentage off. To a certain extent, I get that. I have a problem with people pushing shit that is gimmicky and gives people false hope, and they're using their presence and following to do it. If you're selling a good product, like think about, I don't know, I'm just off the wall here thinking about amazing podcasts. Finding My Fit at 40, who pushes, you know, good protein supplements. That's true. Or talks about good fitness equipment, things that can actually help people. I'm all about that life. Yeah. So this is a complete. We we can have this conversation. This conversation could be the whole podcast. Um, of at some point though, you have to be a. Becky and I literally just talked about this. Like, I don't know. If, I know nothing about this Lumen. Which we'll, we'll cover product. that in a we'll second. Talk but about we'll, that yeah. in a second. So I don't know if it's a good product, bad product, regardless. But no matter what it is, is if this person who is helping people in some shape or form, because mm-hmm. that's how they got to where they are, right? In order to be able to really help people, like right now, you're helping some people. But if you had a product that you could sell, and then all of a sudden make a lot more money, how many more people could you help? Now? Which is which is coming, people. Okay. I'm just. Right. But <laughs> no, I, I, again, in order to help I, people, you have to have money. There is an amount of sales that has to be accomplished in order for one, you to be successful, and two, people to appreciate the product that they're they're getting from you. Because there is one of those things where you literally vote for the things you care about with your dollars. And if you get something cheap, or you get something that's not worthwhile. Nobody's going to respect it. It's kind of one of the downfalls to, to psychology. I can't tell you how many people I have tried to help for free or cheap, and it doesn't work. Now, I do a similar breakdown for somebody who has literally invested enough for it to sting a little bit, and those people are naturally more accountable. I don't want to get rich doing this shit. I don't want to charge people an arm and a leg. I want to charge them just enough for them to be bought in to, to be helped, essentially. And I've had to sell people on investing in themselves. And now I've gotten away from that because I just don't enjoy doing it. So are you saying it's a bad thing to get rich doing it? Negative. I so am not saying that if you are selling something that actually helps humanity. Then I feel like statement shouldn't be, I don't want to get rich because, I mean, you still... I want to get rich. Yeah. I, I hear you. That's, it's not my drive. Mon- money and, and wealth. Yeah, money yeah. and wealth is the a secondary motivation to actually wanting to help people. I want to be comfortable. I want to have no debt, and I want to successfully be helping people. And then if I get rich beyond that, great. But if Absolutely you're rich, great. do you feel like you could help more people? I, I'd probably have more reach at that point. Sure, and that's kind of the. Point but of I what will I'm not like- ever gain wealth by selling bullshit to the human so race. So is that what you're saying? This product is jumping back. Hundred percent. Now if. The, the product is somewhat effective. Now, bear in mind, there haven't really been any studies on this. And if you read through the wording when they're putting it up there, they're like, our scientists and our researchers are saying this. That doesn't mean 
that there's a legitimate study. Obviously, you need yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of yeah, science true. Like, person. These people sound like they're trying to keep their jobs. Correct. Maybe <laughs> Correct. Right? Now, what, what yeah. this thing, what the lumen does, the quick breakdown is by breathing into it, it is giving a reading of your, you know, uh, your CO2 output and maybe ketones or what. I don't remember exactly what it's reading, but it is, is somewhat effectively telling you whether or not you were burning more carbs or more fat at the time. In that instant. Correct. Okay. And so the, the, general public is going to be like, oh, well, I, I want to make sure I'm burning fat. And, and or, you know, oh, I, performance-wise, I got I to gotta make sure I'm burning carbs. Or you know, they're not digging far enough in. And what it really comes down to is this is a way of overcomplicating fitness. Because if you are on um, the right calorie restriction or, or surplus for your goal, you are training effectively, not overtraining, and you're training enough to, to cause adaptations in your musculature, and you're getting enough sleep, your, your nutrition is on track to the extent of you get enough protein, micronutrients from fruits and veggies, et cetera, it does not matter a single bit what fuel you are burning at any given time. Because if you dig into the, the extremes on either side, if you are going keto, all right, you're, you're consuming a lot of fat intake, but still within your calorie goal, then that's fine if you enjoy that, not a problem. But you will naturally be burning more fat because that is the readily available fuel source, period. But that does not mean you are losing body fat because you're burning what's available right now. You've taken in a lot of fat, your body's gonna burn that fuel. If you do not have a calorie deficit by the end of the day, you have not touched your overall body, body fat stores. And the body is, is, you know, to get less simple, is constantly storing and releasing body fat throughout the day. It's about the overall deficit at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month. It does not matter a single fucking bit what fuel you were using in any single instance. Could it be helpful, though, as a tool? So the ad says, I'm going to be totally sucked in by the ad people here. And it says, <laughs> hack your metabolism. Oh, that's my, that's my favorite So if right I know there. how to hack my metabolism, <laughs> isn't there advantages to that? If it was possible... To hack the metabolism, then yes. What is hack? Any, I don't any, know anytime what, what somebody hack says, so if somebody's mean? saying that that hack the metabolism, they're saying basically you don't have to worry about calories, you don't have to worry about you know working out, you have just tricked and or hacked and found this one secret path past, so that your body is just nonstop burning fat. See, that's not how I. I mean, if, that's literally what they're trying to do, right? So it measures the CO two, it measures the oxygen that comes in and the CO two that goes out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to tell oh, you. Just look it up? I looked it up. Yeah. So it's going to tell you if you are burning more CO2 than your, or if you're breathing out more CO2 than your carb burning. And if you're blowing out less CO2, you're fat burning at the moment. But Which like. An easy way to remember that is C, you know, so carbon from CO2 right. is so all carbohydrate. It's all, all it's telling you is. That you eat a bunch of carbs or you eat a bunch of fat, basically. basically. So if you just don't eat, like, if you're trying to burn fat, eat a bunch of fat is what they're saying, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It tells you that it's going to it's gonna tell you what to eat, I guess, based off of, like, Yeah, But, but again, that's, that's why it's inconsequential. If you were just eating a bunch of fat, it's now going to tell now you you're, uh, you're burning a lot of fat. Well, and of course you are. Because you're eating a bunch of fat. But you're not touching you your body, body fat, fat stores. <laughs> <laughs> That's knows? the problem. That's why this kind of thing is dangerous because it takes people away from the, the basics of focusing on the, the calories in, calories out, 
and making sure you get all the shit you need and then training hard. And so the quick answer to your question is yes, it can be useful as a data point, kind of like scale weight to a certain extent. You know, it is a okay. data point. You can see what the, the trends are and knowing a trend is great if that scale helps you mentally. Right <laughs> but see, so knowing this data shouldn't really change what you're doing. So it's almost you're, you're spending a good grip of cash on it just to kind of tell you something inconsequential it's, about your health. It was 300 bucks from what I read earlier. $300. That may even just be a baseline model. I'm sure yeah. you have stuff up. And then you, you might even be paying for the app beyond yeah, that point, is it a, too. Is so it a monthly subscription? Yeah, Who I don't knows? Know. It, is, it is kind of a gimmick. And anytime any advertisement is telling you that it you also are hacking says that, something, like if you're they are using it, with you. you're not supposed to work out because intense physical activity can temporarily change your body's metabolism. That's weird. Well, I wouldn't have expected that. You know, like, <laughs> so what? Wait, you're not supposed to work out while using that thing? You're, the only rules you had to follow on calibration day, I don't know what that means. That's It's trying to get your baseline. That or you so that you couldn't work can, out. Yeah. Oh, so to for a To get a baseline, I guess. You had to uh, eat a whopping 270 grams of carbohydrates that day. Oh, my God. These, and see, these are out? inconsequential know, rules, man. too, that they're kicking out to try and give their, their level of baseline. Anything sciencey that you buy into that somebody's making dead set claims for that has no studies needs to be taken with a large handful of fucking salt. I think that's the phrase. I'm pretty sure I just I did that verbatim. I mean, yeah, salt's good. I ate a lot of it yesterday. That's right. Up. Yeah, you did. It was delicious salt, though. Let me just tell you, I had a full plate of sushi. <laughs> it was chicken on a stick. It was... Uh, what else did I eat? I ate so much delicious. Oh, dumplings, dude. <laughs> Pan fried dumplings. Just rewound it yesterday. Mm, <laughs> so dumplings good. are delicious. So good. They're my favorite. Uh, staying on the, the biohacking track. Sorry, I got you know, I'm just pulling you out of your food daydream because you're just making me hungry <laughs> me now. Me too. I have not eaten. No, and I ate way too much this weekend as well. So we're, we're all getting back on track. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that giant piece of cheesecake. Did oh you eat a God. giant piece of cheesecake? No. They, they claimed it was a giant piece of cheesecake. Who claimed? So we stopped for lunch. I bought him lunch because he helped me Nats go get that whole system. I see. Okay. And yeah, we went to this place called Nat's Landing. And they apparently, I made a joke because they had really huge on the front chalkboard. I was like, oh, it's a cheesecake. We have yeah. cheesecake. And I was like, Mike, they have cheesecake, just so you know. And they, the, the girls thought we were serious. And she's like, oh, it's so good. It's this huge piece of cheesecake. And we, I was like... Oh, all right. Cool. How big was it, Mike? It's the standard size of like any frozen box you buy at the grocery store. How upsetting. Small piece. So upsetting. I opened up the, the large to go container. It was more than my breakfast burrito. Yeah, wow. it cost more than what he ate. Shambles. Meal was. Yeah. Upsetting. Yes, it was super upsetting. Michael he loves so cheesecake. Upsetting. Me I too, love Mike. Cheesecake. I feel you. Cheesecake is one of those things where, like, man, I want to eat the whole cheesecake. It does get filling really quickly, though. He was so upset, though, that <laughs> he's, <laughs> hard time. he cried while he ate the whole thing. A little bit. So, yeah. And then my tears mixed in with salt. Yeah. Yes. Salt. Perfect. Get your salt in. Done. How was the, they had like a, I didn't eat any cheesecake. Cheesecake and me are not friends. No? The topping um, was okay. It's just the sugary blueberry topping. So I've had those done oh, yeah. better as well. When it's done fresh or, I try not to get desserts at a restaurant unless they make them in-house. Because mm -hmm. I feel like it's more home-baked. Or if you force me to. I mean, yeah. somebody buys it for me, I'm just going to eat it. Can't say no. No. Free I mean, dessert? Why would I, you know? I just found out that Rita's, um, I'm not into Italian ice. I'm not either. Um, I'm not like into Italian ice. Like I just don't like flavored like water is weird to me. Like yeah. don't put sugar water in my no. ice. That's just weird. But I get so it. People good. like it. But anyway, Rita's Love also it. has gelato, which I'm not super into gelato either. But 
they have ice cream cookie sandwiches there. They make, Ooh. you know, they have chocolate chip cookies and they make gelato and they put them in there and they also have like an Oreo cookie situation. Okay, I, can, I can eat that. Where they do that. Me too. And yeah. I didn't need to know that they had it because no. it's right there, but now I know. So it's good for my diet. Have you ever tried their cream ice? Yeah, where they mix the gelato with the ice. With the with the Italian ice, they have a mint. Oh, that grosses me out. Yeah, so that, I, I don't take that either. Me either. Just, that's not my. That's thing. just like adding water and milk in a way to me. Yeah, I just, weird. I'm out. I'm we'll out. Put some more sugar so in my milk right. with some water. I don't know. It's you just guys not my are thing. so weird. It's what so am I, hummingbird? <laughs> 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 what am I, hummingbird? <laughs> yeah, that's not my that's not my jam. But I get it. People, you know, Chelsea will go over and grab one, and then she'll come over and like put put booze in it, and I'm like, that's yeah. that's my girl. I respect that. Okay, fair, fair. That I respect. Um. So you're saying that if we use it as a data point, it's not so bad. But if we it's don't, it's not. I, I still think it's a waste of money because what yeah. data point are you getting out of that? It's not going to change. It's not. Well, that's that's the point. Yeah. It's it's not going to change anything you're doing. It shouldn't. If you're changing what you're doing based off of that, I wasn't thinking about getting it for me. I don't think I you was, are. And again, yeah. just like everything else we do in this podcast, it's not necessarily us specific. It's it's in general. Because I just don't know how it's like. Is it really going to help me? burn any more fat nope. like all it's gonna do is tell me to eat more fat but, but and even I again if you manage to burn more fat and the way the body works is if you if you like let's say you're doing fasted cardio in the morning mm-hmm. you're gonna burn more fat doing fast cardio you got nothing else in your system really mm-hmm. you'll burn some carbs too that are stored in your muscle but for the rest of the day especially once you once you eat you're gonna burn more carbs for the rest of the day now, if you have carbs in your system, you've already eaten breakfast, and you're going to burn more carbs during intense exercise, you're going to end up burning more fat for the rest of the day as a fuel source. But most of that is still coming from your diet as opposed to your body fat stores. This is random, and I don't actually remember it. I'm just telling you so that yeah. you look it up, and then we can talk about yeah. it later. Um, was something about a difference between men and women burning carbs versus fat when they're working out or something like that. I think it was like a Stronger by Science article. That we should dig into because I think that could be maybe interesting. Maybe I don't know. And, and again, we've talked about the difference between males and females. Anyways, like we estrogen have, yeah. is an anti-catabolic hormone, so women can handle more volume with with less muscle breakdown. You can rest longer or you know, rest less, less in between sets yeah. and still have um, effective workouts. So there there are some differences. And again, I even if you did as a female burn more body fat during workouts or, or not, it doesn't matter. Because as a human, it's still going to come down to the overall deficit uh, come the end of the day. So it's just, it's so unimportant what fuel source you're utilizing throughout your day. It's all about how you end the day and the week and the month. And in six months, down 35 pounds. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So do you feel like knowing what you were burning, you would have had a more effective experience during this process? I don't know. Um, I said earlier, I think it would be... A mental game for me. Like, I yeah. think it would get really in my head about, like, what I'm burning yeah. at the should, time. Should I be burning more What should I be eating? And, like, yeah. How do I change what I ate before? Do I really It feels want... like a data point that would overcomplicate things for me. Correct. And I would get, like, stuck yeah, in I this, feel like, like, starting out. It, it might just muddies the water. Do you still feel like it would be like that now? Kind of. Really? I just, I feel I based, based off the conversation, I think you just realized how pointless it would be, is really what it is. It's not something this far along the path that we're like, oh shit, I do need that. Don't. Because I feel like the, at least when I so when I watched that or saw that commercial, I was literally in the middle of lifting and I was like, and like stopped for a mm-hmm. second and watched that commercial, and I thought in my brain that I, I as I watched, it, I was like, this doesn't make sense starting out unless like it starting. I guess I didn't look at it like that at all because starting out, I, it. I guess if you're doing it on your own, it could be the beginnings of trying to eat better. I don't know. Whatever. If if it makes you eat better to st- in the beginning, like if you're doing this and that 
makes you eat healthier meals mm-hmm. but you're not going to eat the junk hey if it gets you jump started that way cool right but i was looking at it more as data points on later trying to understand exactly like now that i'm eating pretty well right. and i'm working out how is my body working how am i like what are the trends and of i can how my see body you. is working can i now use this to my advantage just to, for like a huh Okay. And to tweak it a little bit even like, oh, so maybe I burn a little bit more body fat when I do this or do that. Maybe I'll stay away from this or maybe add this. But the thing is, it's not telling you if you're burning body fat. It's It's just telling you if you're burning fat. That's where, again, it's it's like, I'm trying to think of a vehicle it uses too. It's it's like. So it's not a. It's it's like your finger and did like a blood thing. But still, that's just going to tell you if you're burning fat. How is it going to tell you if you're burning body fat? Think about a truck that can run off of gas and they also (laughs) have like the spare propane tank type thing, right? So if you're running down the road running off of gas, that's the fuel source that's getting burned. You swap over the propane, that's the fuel source that's getting burned. You still get to the same fucking place. So it doesn't matter what fuel source you're utilizing. It's... It just comes down to that proper foundation. So I can see what you're saying is, is you're assuming that the average person, when think about how much nutrition training you needed on the front end to know what was a good food choice. 95% of my success was the nutrition Correct. Training. So mm-hmm. think about a new person coming in that starts with Lumen, and you're, you're thinking, oh, they can make better food choices. Well, this is telling them you need to chase fat or you need to chase carbs. So somebody now just starts eating tubs of peanut butter because they want to really target fat. That's now, not going to help them. All they're doing is putting fat on at that Correct. point. That's a lot. That's, That's my point. Or chasing carbs. Well, guess what kind of carb, you know, well, guess what's in gummies Yeah. or candy. I can eat candy. I just make sure I eat these carbs and then now I'll burn more carbs and I'll just burn that candy off at that point. <laughs> but I don't know. So think about the foods that it, people are imagine. raised on. Is it addressing calories at all on their app? Like we I don't, don't know. know. I, I, I would have to dive more into the so. app on yeah. it because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really interested or, in Or they, they even might just to make sure their product sells, but it, it could very well be that standard. You know, you get one of these pyramid scheme companies that's kicking out their, their uh, uh, what was it, cleanse mm-hmm. or crash diets, but they put you on 1,200 damn calories. Oh, look at how well our cleanse worked. Well, you put anybody on 1,200 damn calories for a couple of months, they're going to shred like crazy. Yeah. You're going to be miserable, yeah. but you're going to shred like crazy. Yeah. So we, Lumen would have to put you on a calorie-restrictive diet, and then they're going to blame the success on their product. It wasn't the product, it was calorie restriction. So even if they do give good advice, you're spending an extra $300 to take the same advice, but they packaged it differently. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right, Mike. I I just, I'm sure it would be interesting just to see what you're burning, but that would literally be it. It would just be interesting. I like data. So that's all it would be for me too, is that's interesting. I'm literally not going to change anything. I'm going to go back and I don't know if that's worth $300. It's not. It's not. Is that going to change me from (laughs) eating the 18 Pop-Tarts I ate over the last couple of days? 18? Wow, Michael. I did 18, yeah. That's a lot I I made the mistake of having multiple boxes of Pop-Tarts. One flavor? Or yeah, were like you switching it up? Me too, my God. Yeah. Yes. All right. My favorite. I, All right, I had team. 10 packages well of those on Friday. I had 12 tacos at Bull Street Tacos on oh, Saturday. And then Taco. yesterday I just ate eight more eight more uh, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. It was great. I love Pop-Tarts. I do too. And a big old I don't buy them because cake. I... And, che- and cheesecake. And cheesecake. No. no. Mm, cheesecake. That's, that was my life. So when it comes to biohacking, I... The only biohacking I actually Mike, like, we just and talked I talked about what you wrong. ate. No one will believe what you look like. I know. <laughs> it's funny that this is a podcast. We was like, prom- uh, we promise about fitness. <laughs> he looks real ripped. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> this this pop tart cheesecake. This fucking diet. blob on this podcast. Yeah. Am I supposed to listen? How do you? We gotta start doing video for this, this thing. Guy. Uh, 
So the, when it comes down to biohacking, this is just another in the long list of doing it. And biohacking, for the things that are effective, it's now almost getting a negative connotation and people will blow it out of proportion as it is. Legitimate biohacking for things that actually work, and I'm quote unquote biohacking here, is just basically, oh, this is science and it works. You're not hacking anything. So what I do enjoy is cryotherapy and heat therapy. He I enjoy the that. hell out of those. But I can't tell you how many influencers who are shredded to fuck have millions of followers who will kick up this new latest craze of, of cryotherapy when it had really first come out and Wim Hof was kicking it bad. It, not kicking it good. Kicking it? He was kicking it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he was popularizing it. Cryotherapy is phenomenal. And, and you dig into some of the, the research on it, and it kicks up like lymphocyte production, immune system, metabolism. Um, and there's actual even studies showing the, the metabolic boost of cryotherapy. However, an influencer will come on and say, you burn 3,000 times as many calories from you know, cold therapy, and they're getting in one of the, the nitrogen ones for one to three minutes and claiming a 3,000% like calorie yeah, increase no. burn. No. no. What cryotherapy does is during the time that you are cold, you're increasing your metabolism by upwards of like 15 to 20% or whatever. So, oh, you, you, yeah, because, because your body is having to keep itself warm. So when I when I sit in my cold tub, I'll do 15 to 20 to minutes, warm. and I will I will probably burn an extra 100 calories for the time that I'm in that tub, and a little extra as I'm out because I like to let my body warm itself back up prior to like hopping in a hot shower or something like that. Does it also help? Because I know a lot of athletes that use cold tubs, recovery and such. Yeah. What What does it do in that case? That's why I thought it was it, just for recovery. No, it, and it it is in a lot of ways, but that's just some of the the benefits. Think about cryotherapy and even heat therapy because they they share some similar benefits, of similar to to weightlifting resistance training. It's a stress. The body then adapts to it, and the body becomes stronger. So I found for the first handful of times, like over the course of a week, when I first started hopping into really, really cold water, because the body vasoconstricts below 60 degrees. I was going to say, how cold does the cold have to be? Under 60 degrees to start getting benefit. I have mine set at 48 degrees, which is it's kind of brutal. Um, it's cold. But the, the first handful of times you get in, you'll find like your fingers and toes are getting numb. And then you just, you sort of want to shiver. But if you deep breathe, and this is where the, the basis of Wim Hof, and Wim Hof will literally teach a group of people over the course of a week how to hike up a mountain in shorts, no shirts, bathing suits, whatever, just deep breathing because the body hyperoxygenates and, and thermoregulates, super fancy words for controls temp. Um, and, and they can do it. These are, these are normal damn people who are, who are chasing this. So deep breathing through it, over-oxygenating, I found after a few times, my fingers and toes stopped going numb, and you can actually fight the shiver response, which tells your body you're not in fight or flight, breathe through it, thermoregulate, and it's kind of like resistance training in that. It's good for the vascular system because your entire vascular system is essentially a muscle. And so the more effectively it, it vasodilates, opens up, and vasoconstricts, closes up, the stronger and healthier your, your vasculature is. And I even found from doing cold therapy, I'm more resistant to the heat because my vasculature is better at opening and closing at that point. But you will, and, and you dig into brown fat, and I haven't dug too deep into it. Brown fat yeah, is, is something I, your I body has more that. as a baby. So that helps you generate and regulate um, temperature. As you get older, you have less and less brown fat deposits that will literally burn white fat, which is the fat most people have stored around organs and stomach and such. It will burn white fat in the brown fat, essentially, to keep your body warm. 
but that only works while you're submerged or exposed to cold. Once you're out of that, you're now losing the metabolic increased metabolic effect, the increased fat burn effect. So this this claim of, of burning 3,000 times more calories is fucking absurd. It's bullshit and it's selling people on something unrealistic. So don't buy a lumen, get a cold tub. Yeah, I built my own cold tub. Highly recommend cold tub. It's brutal to get into. You'll find within that first week, you get anxiety you get that kind of fight or flight response. You're like, this is just really fucking going to suck. And after about a week, the I've anxiety been in cold and tub. I've played soccer. We had yeah. to get in cold tub. Yeah. After, after about a week of doing it, you know, once a day, the anxiety goes away. The increased heart rate where you're like getting ready to go and goes away. You know, it's going to suck for the first 30 to 60 seconds while you deep breathe past that like shock reflex. And then for the next, you know, two to three minutes or 15, depending on how long you go in, you, you look to progressively overload and increase just like you do with any standard weightlifting scenario. Mike made me do this a, several times for like 10 days in a row. <laughs> we, we, we like did, hold you underwater and everything? We did, the, we did a rapid fat loss protocol that I come up with. And it I, was... I claimed 10 days of, of fat loss or 10 pounds of fat loss in 10 days. And it worked. It was eight pounds for the females, 10 pounds for the males. It was very misery. But the cold tub, it really, it's cold when you get yeah. there. But he's right. Like, you just kind of breathe through it, and then it's not so bad. It's really getting into it. Correct. Once you're in it, it isn't really as bad. It's not bad, so yeah. bad. But, man. And it's, it's very effective, it very good for you. But, yeah, the, and, again, the, I, I'm going to put the, the 10 pounds of fat loss in 10 days protocol out as an ebook. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to tell people not to buy it because 1% of the population is going to be able to do it. It's misery. It's absolutely fucking brutal. And it's not a shortcut. You're literally doing uh, uh, one to two months of, of actual effort and dieting in 10 days. Well, it's brutal. That's it, all you can do. It's all consuming. I was it, losing about a pound. You have pound to do it like it's your week. job. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, so that's what that would be good for. And what I will recommend it for is somebody who has a, they're already fairly in good shape or lean and they have a photo shoot coming up mm -hmm. or they have like a special event coming up or something that they can really devote the time to to shred down very, very quickly. You're because an actor and you have a brutal. shirtless scene on the beach. Exactly. Exactly. We got you. <laughs> this is a way of preserving muscle that you have and fully, fully using every bit of science that I know to target body fat efficiently. And it's it, it is brutal. You it's should brutal. get a lumen. Maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> All you needed was a lumen. All you got to do is hack time. your metabolism. So I, I say, the only time I, I could see lumen being effective it's at, at, you know, and confirming what you're trying to do is if you are fasting for one to three days and you want to breathe in that and make sure you're targeting body fat and you mm -hmm. have burned through glycogen stores by that point, sure, cool, cool. But that's maybe it. And then again, it's just a data point because we can know if you have no like, food in your system. Can't you just like pee on a ketone strip for like a lot less money? I would imagine. <laughs> I, would imagine. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Oh my gosh, all these things. Well, um, I got a gym. I'm excited to put it got together. That's one of the top things that um, it's on my brain. I got to finish moving stuff around this room, yeah, as you guys sucks. can see. That I've part sucks. To, that part's going to suck. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be worth it. Rearrange everything so I can make it fit. But it's going to look so good. The, oh, yeah. It's it also a red upright. I know. It looked cool, there, man. <laughs> in, this room is blue. The red upright. It's going to look so awesome. It I'm is. I'm so excited. It is. I got the, the mats with the bench. I'm thinking about selling the folding bench, though, because... The one that folds up against the wall? Yeah, it's so cool. Try it for a little while, man. If it's a but pain it in the ass, get rid of it. But it doesn't incline or decline or anything. I hear you. And, and, you know, it might be nice to be there and you use the incline-decline 
you know. And, that, and that's why I said if you fold. fall up against a wall, that bench can be in that spot. Yeah. So whenever you want to actually pull that down, usually I would, smooth I would bench try it for a little while because it is just a cool concept and see if it's useful and if you like it. And if it kind of sucks because that one guy said like the bench was kind of movie, maybe it's not great. Get rid of it. I mean, it felt pretty sturdy to me. And if you're balanced, it doesn't matter if it moves a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I may I, just well, buy it from you because I, mm. I. If I put it up. Yeah. It's going to stay up. Yeah. I'm going to like it. I'm, I know I'm going to like it if I yeah. keep it. But before I put it up, I'm trying to think, like, do I really mm-hmm. need it? Right. I mean, Especially no, you because don't. If you have another bench that doesn't brand new, decline, it's $400. You don't it. Oh, you should the, sell it and make some money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I could make a couple hundred dollars off of but it. But you could yeah. make, what, a, a third or half of that by selling the other one. And honestly... Incline's nice to do, but you get a good upper chest push when you're doing overhead press. You have cable stuff set up. You have resistance band you're stuff. We can target the upper chest. I would keep that straight bench, and I would lose the, the incline. And that's what I, I'm actually, saying. right now while I'm thinking about in it, my I might opinion, keep both benches. I, w- I didn't want to keep both benches. <laughs> in but my I might opinion, now- I would keep the incline decline bench. In, which is the opposite of Mike's opinion. Yeah. But it inclines, declines, and it's also flat, so it's everything you could need. It, it, <laughs> is, everything. it is everything. But I, right yeah. now I mean, you can't go thinking, wrong with that. It gives you more exercise yeah, variation. I'm yeah, more thinking totally. along the lines of you just keeping your room completely, completely streamlined yeah. and put away. But I also am trying to get why my you, wife and kids involved. Why don't you and I was sell just them both? If there's another yeah. bench. That would be helpful. And doesn't that bench fold up nice where you can even hang it on the wall? If someone wants to come over and work out, I have two benches and we can both. Doesn't that bench fold up real nice too? So you could actually hang it on the wall? I, I, just keep I wouldn't hang it. I don't think I'd hang it on the wall, but I'd push you it. You say up that now, but corner. if you've got all of your exercise equipment is basically hung up on the wall, you because might Because there's one bench hanging out. <laughs> they they have nice little hooks that you just bolt in, that bench folds up real nice, and then boop, all out of your way. Okay, I might hang it on the wall. Yeah, I figured yeah. you might. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm uh, excited for you, man. It's gonna be so cool. There's nothing more exciting than new gym equipment. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I can I think of a lot agree. of things actually. Yeah. It's like a high, and this is fine. and like I said, it's it's an expensive investment on the front end, but it's important that basically you're removing all the roadblocks that would keep you from finding that success. And if it's a big investment, it's not like it's going to go bad. You're going to do it more often. Yeah, totally. You're going to be happier long term. You're not going to look back and be like, I, I can't believe I spent that money on home gym equipment. Mm, I still might think that, but I will. Be way more shredded and go. Oh, I can't believe I spent all that money. I look but so damn. I look. Good. I look so good <laughs> next to my rack. That looks so good. Mm. Yeah. So I'm ready for some gym flex photos, my guy. I, that's no, right. No, no. Come it's on, I'm that guy. I'm not gonna. Not do You're yet. gonna be that guy. Not yet. You're gonna I'm be that guy. That, I'm that guy to myself. I'm not gonna lie. We have huge mirrors in our bathroom. Nice. And I have taken taken full advantage. Yeah. Taken 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 full taken, advantage yeah. of yeah. those mirrors. Good. Yeah. As, I, as you should. Like, there's outliers in everything. But I'm ready. Being proud He's of got what you big accomplished. Arms. He's about to look yeah. jacked. I'm ready being for a, it. <laughs> being proud of what you yeah, accomplished like, by posting pics and showing progress is not a pure vanity thing. Are to come, like, they they are. Some cut to the back of the yeah, shoulder. Whoop. It's so little. It's so minor. But I'm I trying love real to hard see it. It's I don't a know big why change from where you started. It's not minor. That's the thing for me. Like, if if. If you just saw me on the street right now, you wouldn't think, like, wow, that guy's Jack. Like, I don't look like that at all. But <laughs> if you saw a photo from where I was yeah. to where I am now, you're like, wow, what a difference. Huge There's difference. A big difference. Huge difference. And yeah. you got to realize how long it takes from going through a big weight loss venture before you actually start to see definition. The body has to get rid of a tremendous amount of overall body fat. When you're seeing a little definition, that was a long leap by the time you actually got there. Yeah, that's fair. It did. It takes, yeah, it takes a while. 
Um, cause I really, I mean, it's been six months yeah. and I'm just within the last month kind of, and that's important to know because I know you kind of have a heart out. If I you do, need yeah. to bounce, you can bounce and we'll say oh, goodbye sure. to you, Chrissy. Um, I had one more question I wanted to ask you, Mike, Run before it. we Bye, everyone. finish out. So Chrissy's got a, <laughs> got a heart out. She's got to go, Chrissy. got to go do some things. Don't steal my things though. Oh, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> right. Um, but Mike, I had a question for you about, um, so right now in the process, I've lost all this weight. Yeah. And I'm starting to get definition. Yep. And I, I, I am gaining some muscle, right? Some, yes. So Based off I, of keeping protein high, and when you have a lot of weight to lose, your body does not prioritize uh, muscle and connective tissue burning at that point. So you're already naturally in a state where you're going to preserve more muscle and connective tissue and target body fat. Throw the resistance training on there. Keep protein high. Yes, you are likely slowly putting on a little bit of muscle. It's not as efficient as if you were in a calorie surplus and in a gaining phase, but you are putting on a little bit of muscle while you burn a lot of body fat. So, so uh, sorry, I have like a million things. So I wanted because I was asking. I'm like, I feel like I'm gaining some muscle, and we it's kind of said that. So you're saying there's going to be a stage where I gain more muscle even quicker than I'm gaining muscle now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once you're as lean as you want to be and we put you in a calorie surplus and put you in an environment, create an environment where your body is maximizing that muscle growth. Yeah, absolutely. If you're doing like, say, let's let's say right now we decided to switch just uh-huh. for and we like I want I'm like I want to be bigger and stronger. Yeah. And I went and did a calorie surplus now and did calorie surplus. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, and start training to gain muscle yeah. at this point. Would I still lose body fat at that point? For a little while, you would, you would still lose a little bit of body fat as your body kind of equalized and metabolism may go up a little bit during that process. Um, but no, not much. You're, you're being a surplus at that point. And at best, numbers I've, I've seen, um, and Martin Burkhan did this, this rundown. The guy covers science big time. Um, the best he's ever done, and he has really pretty good genetics, was about two-thirds muscle gain, one-third body fat gain. So unless you're on TRT or anabolic steroids or something like that, you will still put on body fat as you're putting on muscle. So for somebody like you who maybe wanted to or didn't care about slowing down fat loss but did want to put on a little bit of muscle, I'd put you on a body recomp. So essentially, I'd put you at roughly maintenance calories. Make sure protein still stays high. Increase volume of workouts to make sure we, we hit each muscle group roughly twice per week. Um, and then you would start to put on a little bit muscle a little bit faster while still slowly losing body fat that time. So that's a, a much longer game where, you know, if you find yourself fairly happy with how lean you are, you could go into that phase. So you just literally get to I'm not there yet. No, I'm no, no. Just, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but you'd be able to enjoy a good amount more calories. And this, this is also something I would do if somebody is really struggling diet-wise, having a lot of hunger, energy levels are going down. Somebody who maybe has an efficient metabolism and got to that point faster, that's what I would do a maintenance phase for. So you would still make gains. You would make more strength gains at that point. You would put on a little bit of muscle and you'd still be losing some body fat. I'm just curious. So we were talking about that before yeah. and I was, like we had talked about it in my, uh, my buddy Sam with his strength and stuff and he was talking, we, we, we had, uh, lunch the one this was when I went back on vacation in Pennsylvania and he was talking about how he's eating in his diet and I was like dude that's crazy but he's just putting on muscle for Correct. strength because for for, for strong men and powerlifting and stuff and you you do find some people who do prioritize being leaner because if you're in a weight class but you're also leaner 
you've got more muscle mass that's going to be pushing that weight. It's almost like looking at like Thor and Eddie Hall who have started to shred out and they're still strong as hell. But if you cross-section, Menno Henselman did, did a, either posted a study on it or, or did the study, I can't remember which. But if you take like a bodybuilder and you take a power lifter, the physiques look very, very different. But if you look cross-sectional and look at the musculature underneath the body fat, they're, they're big like bodybuilders. Because muscle does transition into strength, especially if you're training for that. The larger your muscles are, the more power output you're ultimately gonna be able to put. Now you can still get big without being really strong because you're focusing on hypertrophy or basically muscle building at that point with higher volume, higher reps, things like that. So there are different ways that the central nervous system adapts, the body adapts, and, and strength and size can both be prioritized separately. But to continue gaining strength, there's a point where you need to have more muscle mass. So your body will naturally start to put on more muscle mass if you're eating for it and continuing to train for that strength, which to me is a way more functional and healthy kind of way of living when it comes to uh, you know, increasing strength to, to a certain extent. Everybody goes through, there's always extremes on anything. Yeah. But the stronger you are and, and the less body fat you have within healthy ranges, the, the longer your life expectancy. Calorie restriction actually has been shown to increase life expectancy. Increases hmm. levels of autophagy or, or cellular cleanout, um, lowers inflammation markers regardless of the diet. If you are living a calorie-restricted life, and that doesn't have to be extreme, um, you have better health markers. That makes sense. Yeah, science and shit. Yeah, Eat healthy, live longer. Shocker. Eat healthy most of the time and live longer. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. I'll I'll separate from the Pop-Tarts for a little while. This is going to be a a much better eating week for me. Yeah, yeah, I would assume (laughs) because a whole thing of Pop-Tarts. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't done a whole lot of the extreme eating stuff. I I didn't get into that side of it. I did that one box of donuts that I did do that one. Yeah, and that's that's just fun. That's nice for you. I, I just have a weird... I've, I've had to, to struggle kind of with binge eating over a long period of time. And I say struggle, people are going to look at me and be like, oh, really? But I, I haven't always been – I've always been in decent shape. My job has, has necessitated that. My yeah. genetics are, are pretty good. But I've lost you know, most of my definition on those times that I just would go through big binge phases. And when I'd go into to cuts, um, I'd find myself falling off that for anywhere from two to four days and just – binging on things because i have this weird sick ability to consume a shit ton of food but then i I sort of i sort of hate myself it's not a desire it's an inability to say no to it in those moments and it's weird to say inability but if if i set myself in the right environment where i'm not working out much or i'm not being productive and and i fall into those things where i feel like you know uh, what am i doing it light depressive even states to, to a certain extent if i'm not fulfilling what I feel like I should be doing, you naturally get lower emotionally. And so for me, those are big, big triggers for falling into the comfort of food. And comfort is, is a shitty word because I will eat myself to the point where I'm miserable and then I'll still eat more. There's something with the psychology, though, that, that big you think time. it's comforting. Right. Like the, you really do think it's comforting. I mean, we use... Or we just call it that, even though it's food. my natural inclination to go for it. It's like my body is really craving a dopamine response. Or is it more like self-abuse? Maybe to a certain extent, but I, I think because of my ADHD, people with ADHD um, don't get that, that dopamine response, that reward response from taking in things like, like food, um, at, at least my level of ADHD. So when I'm, I'm still looking for that dopamine response, I'm looking to be satiated, I'm looking to be happy, I'm looking to be fed, and it just never shows up. 
So I, I have just eat myself point where I have to just go lay down and hopefully tomorrow is a better day. But I think, I mean, for those of you guys listening at this point too, like you can still learn to manage it. Like you do oh, eat yeah. that butt stuff and you're in great shape. You're helping other people get in the shape. So that kind of shows like it's not a bad, I don't, I, the wording for this is going to be kind of, it's not a, it's not a, something you can't overcome. It, it's not, it, correct. It's not a bad pattern that I let myself stay in for very long. At this point in my life, I do it much, much healthier. Yeah. I still will have those binge moments. I allow myself those binge moments and I allow myself to not get real dark about it emotionally. And I'm just like, I'll get back after tomorrow. No yeah. worries. Yeah, I get that. I And even, so I did some, my, we were out with my wife. I talk about her all the time, obviously, because she's a huge part of my life. We spend every day together. <laughs> but we were doing something and a little hack, <laughs> hack for everybody out there that <laughs> I've done a bunch of times. We've talked about it before on the pod, but this is really, again, has shown its face, is there's times where, where as I'm accounting for calories, I'll be at the end of the day, and I didn't count really well for that day. Yeah. And I was like, I really want this thing of ice cream or whatever. What I will do for me, instead of just putting it all on that one day and be like, oh, I'm so over on this day. Right. Or I want, I would put half of it, whatever, whatever accounts for the calories for that day, and then the rest of it on the next day. Yeah. And then I just know I'm at the deficit already at that to start the next day. And so I just eat according to my deficit right. on one day you're, you're, and now I'm right back to where I'm you're, at. You're budgeting, you're, you're banking calories yeah. and, and that's why it is a much healthier way of looking at things to budget for the week as opposed for the day because then each day that you happen to be over is, is no longer a loss. It doesn't yeah. have to be so black and white with, with complete wins and losses. You just cut some calories over the next day or the next couple of days and you're still right on track. Yeah, I've found myself, I've done it a couple of times where like, I re, like I ate, when I ate that whole big box of donuts, I, it was like 1500 calories in that one box. Yeah. And so it was tough to just do that for one day. So I was like over for that one day and I had an extra calorie. So I moved it. And the next day I was still hungry. And I was like, well, I'm just going to move this to, but it was less calories than that. I right. moved the next day right. and kind of, it, it took me two day, two or three days to get out of the hole I had put myself in, but I was able to do it and not be miserable. Right. And still ate those days and was like, I'm hungry. I'm just going to eat this. So like, yeah, I don't, want to be I, I try really hard to not leave myself at a feeling of miserable because for me if i feel miserable my natural inclination is like screw this i'm not screw that. Do this. yep and i've, I've done uh, i've done ways of doing that and that's the healthier route and that's the one i feel the best on but i've done it where i, I go way over calories and then i'll fast for one to three days after that point so it's like binge eating to binge not the, eating no no yeah. no and, and i'm not saying you you should there are some some benefits to fasting yeah i've um, heard of that i at it was kind of a, a self-flagellation way of, of living where I just essentially would punish myself the next couple of days because I, I know the science adds out and I'm very good at fasting. I've, I've done intermittent fasting for the better part of, you know, a decade and a half. By so now. how bad is it then if you're doing like binge eating on like shit food, yeah. essentially, because that's what you're, have to, you're binging off of and then you fast for a couple of days. Well, doesn't your body like starving now for the nutrients that you didn't give it for the last couple of days? Yeah, a little bit. Um, when you fast, do you do like still do like a protein shake or something? No, I, I do, nothing do nothing but, but caffeine and water at that point. Yeah, hmm. 
that that's it. But again, I haven't I haven't done that in a while because I'm just I don't sweat it as much. I will go lower calorie the next couple of days, just like we've talked about. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. at least trying to prioritize protein at that point. So then you go into yeah, a protein sense. sparing modified fast is what, is what that's called. So you're still giving your body what it needs to maintain your your muscle and connective tissue because at the the relative level of leanness I'm at, my body will not prioritize the preservation of muscle and connective tissue. It's over fat. It's going to basically burn some muscle and connective tissue while also burning fat. If you don't eat <clears throat> enough protein. If I don't take enough protein at that point. Got yep. you. All right. That makes sense. Well, Mike, it's been an awesome episode. It really has. I am super excited about my new home gym. I'm not super excited about being up a pound, but it's <laughs> one pound. It, I think this is the first time I've... Is this a, maybe like first or second time in six months? It's, I've gone it's a up. rarity, and every time it's been easily attributed to water. Yeah, but but still, in general, like I've been really kind of blessed and lucky. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to say lucky. I've also been paying attention and really you have. doing a really good... I think, again, you're, you're fortunate for, for genetics. I feel like you genetically have the appropriate metabolism for this to, to work very efficiently. I even did a workout last night to try and compensate for the fact that I went to the Chinese buffet and it didn't work. I mean, it, it did work. Think about working out causes a little bit of inflammation, which is good. You need it. Um, and that excess calories, you probably put on a little bit of muscle and some water weight. And, you know, probably even still, well, you did. You still lost body fat for the week. So not yeah, a big deal. If you get a work in on days that you go way over calorie, at least something you did is going to a beneficial cause at that point. That's fair. Hmm, maybe that's what I'll just do. I'll just eat a lot on the days that I work out. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but, yeah, it's been a great episode. I'm excited about the home gym. I will, obviously, we'll talk about it more as I get the gym set up, especially because it will be in the room that we'll be recording. We'll be yeah. able to stare at my beautiful gym once it's all put together. <laughs> I'm excited, man. It's you be should cool. be. I'm it's stoked for you. Cool. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, you should be. I have a full gym in my house, and I'm still a little jealous of yours. Yeah. It's, it's updated Dude, tech. So I just went to your house for the first time in a while yesterday. <laughs> your gym is growing and growing it and is. growing. It is. Every time I go in, it's like a rabbit. It just he has more babies. <laughs> That's what's happening. More babies. I do love my gym. But, hey, if I looked like you, I would be loving, in love with the gym, too. <laughs> I'm going to get... A, I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get to you, where I want to be. Wherever you get, it's going to be a phenomenal spot. I'm, Dude, this is the lightest that I've been since college, and I feel great now. I'm like, literally, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, if I just stop now, I would still be totally fine. Like, right. if this is where I stayed forever, I would not be upset about it right. at all. That's that's a great spot to it be is in. It is, because now, like, it's all, like, it's all the icing. You know what I mean? It's all the icing yeah. and the cake. I've already did the the grunt of the hard work, but now I want to get down to, to like the 185 and yeah. just because I want to get you're, there. You're still chasing health and you're still chasing a, a, at least a slight physique goal, which again, nothing wrong with that. And I might just let it go and come back up to 200 and see by let it go. I mean, just kind of eat normal and see yeah. what, what happened. Not normal. I feel like I have to choose my words so carefully when I say this stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing you calculating right now. It's, there's not, because norm, what is normal? When you say normal or you say good or bad, it's, it's so It depends relative. on whether or not you're judging against other people or for you. So just speak and for yourself. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's all so relative. Like, I, I, I really enjoy the amount of food that I'm eating right now. Right. So if I have to cut calories again to some point, I don't know if I want to be okay. That I'm going to be okay at that right. point. So I may not go down that far. I might stay a little bit bigger. Yeah, just we'll see where you get. Or instead of cutting calories, we just increase your energy output a little bit. Output. Yes. That's it. That's and it. I might be able to do that now yeah. with the gym. With the if gym. I add a third workout yeah. in the week, 
that's going to increase some energy output. Absolutely. And I might be able to maintain the calories and still do what I want to do. Absolutely. So I, I'm excited at this point that now I feel like I've done all of the 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 grunt work. Like the foundation has been built. It a hundred percent. And has now been built. that the foundation of the house is built. I'm the, and the structure is kind of built. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, now's the fun part. Now you get to play with things a little bit, Let's, experiment a little how bit. How are we going to design this room? Correct. How are we going to design these rooms? How are we going to build the overall house right. and the aesthetics of everything? It, it's not fine-tuned enough that I'm like picking out uh, towels or anything, right. but it's more of like... Monogram towels? Yeah, I'm not at the monogram towel <laughs> stage just yet. But no, but I, you're, you're right. The foundation like is the most difficult do part to, to set. What kind of you know what I mean? That kind of deal. You do have you have a set foundation. You have have gone a, a good distance into legitimately creating a lifestyle. Like the lifestyle you've, you've now set and created is a lifelong lifestyle that's easy to maintain. So you now get to have fun and experiment and play with it a little bit and really, really fine tune as as we go over the next six months. I'm excited. So. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Everybody that listens, you are the best. Check out truenutrition.com. I can't say it enough. We just ordered more. We got a the vanilla chocolate. And Becky, she loves that caramel <laughs> macchiato so much that she bought seven pounds of it. a picture of that seven-pound bag? Yeah, it's huge. It's humongous. Delightful. So she loves the, ca- the caramel macchiato, throws, makes the shake, puts it in the coffee. It's fantastic for her. I'm not a coffee person. I, I'm still huge on the cinnamon, uh, the toast. Yeah, I still need to get thing. that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like cinnamon toast crunch, and a cinnamon swirl—that's what they call it—and the strawberry banana one I really like. It so it's awesome. We started baking with the maple one. She'd made pancakes with it, and it, they're phenomenal. Oh. And the maple one comes is really good. And like I, bake, I came bake, across a recipe so. for uh, protein rice krispie treats. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll report back. Yes, please do, because my kids love Rice Krispie Treats, and if I can get a little bit get of protein, protein in them. Get their protein take up? Absolutely. Like, yeah. All right. Check out TrueNutrition.com. Use the promo code FINDINGMYFIT at 40. That is the number 40, not the actual words. Correct. So FINDINGMYFIT at 40. I'm, I feel like I need to say that as awkward as possible now every time I say it because you guys made fun of me. I thought you nailed so, it the first time, and yeah. then you convoluted it after them. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> you guys are the best. Mike, thanks again for uh, yesterday hanging out with me Anytime. and going to pick up this rack. I'm super excited. We love you guys, and we'll That's catch you right. next week. Lumen's the devil. Hack the system. Hack the system.